to the LALB Programming Hour with your host Leo and co-host Harry. Say hello, Harry. Hello. I'm tired. <laughs> you can tell. You're talking <laughs> way too quiet. Um, I, that's, why I, that's why I leaned up to the mic. Yeah. Okay. So today's episode is about amphibians. Yeah. Amphibians? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hello. Aquatic. Semi-aquatic. What's the word for that? I know there's a word for things that live on both land and water. We'll worry about that later. We don't have it in the script. Continue. Yes, we go off the script. We don't free ball this. Sometimes. Either way. Uh, so the amphibian class actually includes frogs, toads, newts, and salamanders. Here it's axolotls. Which are aquatic salamanders. They're adorable. I like the um, the black axolotls. They're very cute. Oh, yeah. I just in general, like axolotls, they're very adorable. Don't you like, don't you like ti- ti- tiger salamanders? Tiger salamanders are my favorite amphibians, yes. They look very nice. I like them too. They're very round. Yes, I like them. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry for interrupting. So back on track. Amphibians are cold-blooded animals, which means they can't generate their own body heat like we do. And so they have to absorb it from outside sources, which is most commonly sunlight, but they can also use like things that are heated up by the sun, or if they're in captivity, obviously like heat lamps and things like that. So like they're sun tining constantly? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, ugh. That's why you see, um, like, frogs and toads sitting outside of ponds all the time. You'll just see them in, like, their shades in a little mirror, little mirror thing. You see them getting the sun. Getting the sun. You know, like the cartoon. Um, (laughs) what? Don't laugh at me. Um, okay. I will laugh at you all I want, sir. No! Okay, so, today we're talking about, well, I'm going to introduce to you, um... Respiratory? Respiratory. Respiratory. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> Can you tell I'm tired? Yes. Depending on the species, stage of development, temperature, and season, it depends on how they breathe. Or, you mean... Or like, like You how mean how they breathe depends on the season and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Don't worry about the grammar. <laughs> um, besides a few sprawl species, most amphibians begin um, life um, stages of life as uh, larvae. Or larvae, whatever. How do you say that? I'm uh, assuming I said it right. Which breathe through a thin, gas-permeable skin along the gills. So it's weird. like, um, you know, like a tadpole kind of, mm-hmm. like little, or like a little, little squirmy thing. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, some even breathe through the tail. So there's tadpoles I mentioned. I didn't know they breathe through their tails. That's weird. Yes, I didn't know either until Whack. I researched this. Um. But as they grow and mature, the, their gills disappear, and hold on, and a set of paired lungs develop in place. Lungs are a simple sac-like structure that look unlike our lungs. So, in, like on the inside, ours kind of looks like netting. Mm-hmm. Theirs don't look like that. It's like very simple. Just like a wet bag. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Let me find my place again. But some species may not metamorph in adult life, so they might not change from, like, the aquatic state to the land state. Like axolotls, they just stay. Yep. Like I was saying earlier, aquatic salamanders. Through some... Though some might actually develop lungs, even if they don't move into the land state. Um, But they still also retain their gills throughout their um, uh, life. The gas exchange occurs in different parts of um, different species, and even in the same, um, even in some of the same species, like uh, not, like same species of frogs, mm-hmm. could change how they interpret air depending on what I said earlier. So like depending on the season. 
which is cool. Like, um, such frogs gain more through, so like they can breathe through their skin, but some gain more through their backs and their thighs than the underside of them. So that's where most of the oxygen exchange is occurring. Hmm. Yes. Leg air. <laughs> um. Give me a minute. While newts use both lungs and their skin to breathe. Weird things. Weird facts. Through most species, though, um, carbon dioxide seems to be expelled through the skin. So, no matter what, like, that's an, a universal thing between all of them. Um, some burrow underground, like frogs, as you see. Will burrow underground during the winter mud, um, through mud or, or the bottom of, like, some kind of water form. Right, just dirt. Um, lowering the metallic? Metabolic. Metabolic rate. Thank you. Thus, having them breathe through their skin mostly, which helps, again, if you can't really open your mouth and stuff. Yeah, actually, uh, fun fact, a lot of, or not a lot of, all cold-blooded animals can do that. They'll um, go into this weird, not really hibernating state, but they can lower their heart rate so they don't have to intake as much oxygen and use as much energy. So when it's colder outside. Makes sense. Oh, I also found out um, why the frogs croak or, like, inflate their bubble kind Mm -hmm. of the throat thing it's because they're breathing so the way they inflate their lungs is uh um, buccal buccal cavity which is in the mouth to the throat such as like fish do so it's like blah yeah cool things i didn't know there was like an actually uh necessary function to them making noise (laughs) yes continue uh why don't you tell us about another thing Avery? yes bones i'm here to talk about bones you and your bones. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now, I really like talking about skeletons. They have a whole account about that. I do. I have. I do. It's wonderful. I like it. <laughs> so, salamander skulls are actually kind of small for their body size, like compared to the rest of their body. Oh. And they have a lot more individual pieces than most of the other amphibians. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they actually have an extra set of articulations in their vertebral column, and that allows for more neck movement, um, which I'm not really sure what they use it for. I wouldn't know either, unless like they're trying to get something on their back. Uh, blah, blah. I don't. I don't. I assume it's for eating purposes or hunting purposes. I guess I should say. Wow, weird. Um, but meanwhile, anurans, which includes frogs and toads, have very broad, flat skulls that have very few individual pieces. It's mostly just like solid. Um, and tree-dwelling inurins will have much longer... Yeah, like tree frogs. Tree frogs are one of my favorite frogs. They have longer limbs and carpels, which are like the bones in your fingers. And burrowing inurins have shorter and sturdier limbs. So that (laughs) is more like toads, how toads look. You know how they're like stockier than frogs are? And aquatic inurins have um, much more minimal spine flexibility compared to the other groups and instead have very strong hind limbs and they use them obviously for swimming i was yawning i'm sorry <laughs> i am very tired i once owned a toad okay toad? like five toads they were all fire belly toads they are very nice i watched them eat each other oh lovely that's why you don't keep you research what animals are territorial before you keep them in the same tank together. <laughs> that was my uncle's fault. I didn't know. I was like five. I was I was little. I just knew I had my frog named Lucky. And he was in the corner. He survived the longest. 
lived two years and then died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amphibians don't really have that long of a lifespan, honestly. It was a miracle he survived. He was the tiniest in a tank, I gotta tell you that much. That's probably why he managed to avoid getting eaten. Yeah. Um, anyway. So I'll talk about their um, circulatory system and how they circulate their blood. So amphibian skin is very well supplied with blood vessels and such is using, they make them, like I was talking about there, they use it for respiratory system in varying ways and it kind of connects to how I was talking about how they breathe. Oh yeah, another fun fact I'm going to throw in here. Um, that's actually why you're not supposed to touch them. touch them very often. Yeah, because their skin is super porous. And so if you have anything that's bad for them on your hands, then yeah, they'll absorb it and it's not good. Don't murder so, your frogs. Yeah, those. make sure that if you're ever going to handle an amphibian, you uh, wash your hands with a gentle soap and make sure they're good and clean. Yes. Um, so back on track, their, their heart is generally a tri tripartite tripartite structure <laughs> with a divided atrium and single ventricle lungless salamanders don't actually have the atrial spectrum um and also another unfamiliar group which is the cecilins yes thank you what are those it's your part of the script you should have put that down Oh, wait, no, I saw those when I was researching mine. It's an so unfair um, group. I didn't get a chance to research it. I've actually never seen them before we started looking into this. So they're these kind of... Um, they look almost like eels. Oh! They're very long, and they don't really have legs. Um, mm. I actually think we have some of those out at the Wildlife Center around here. Um, I don't remember which kind they are specifically, but, um, they're kind of similar to salamanders, except, like I said, they're very long and eel-looking. Cool. But, either way. <laughs> I didn't know about that. I didn't have enough time to research that. They're very odd-looking, let me tell you that. <laughs> it's probably like how I thought that we, um, a while back, we got to research this one little creature that I thought it was a giant snail, and it, it was slimy. Um, back on track, had, um, do have sides of this, though, in the ventricle, which is weird. I thought it was weird. The, uh, conus aturus arteriosus is a muscular spi- spiral valve within the, within vivians. So it pretty much helps direct blood into the correct places, like in some species of frog, particularly rhino, has poisonous blood. To make sure they don't poison themselves, the blood will be filtered into the right atrium. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. Don't want to so, poison yourself. So they'll, um, so it pretty much helps direct blood into the right places, especially for the more um, not very nice species, the ones that can kill themselves if they're not careful. Yeah. Um, so um, along with that, the blood goes um, from going off of that. The how the blood circulates is that the blood will go into the right atrium, to the lungs, and to the skin for oxygenation, and then to the left atrium. Then it tends to go to the head to like give, you know, brain function. Like, That's important, yeah. <laughs> and then like, um, then it goes to the, to the, um, so it goes to the skin, which arrives through the, um, um, central veins, which is able to then, you know, release the carbon dioxide. Um, so, but blood returning from the skin tends to not go the same way as that. 
So it arrives through the, at the heart, gets separated into the circuitous so into the pulmonary vein. Yes. Just words. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the two atriums and then repeats the process. Mm-hmm. Cool things. Interesting. Now, your thing, Avery. Woo! Yeah. Now I'm going to talk about muscles. Oh, the beefy boys. Beef. They can move. Beef, 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 <laughs> beef. Okay. <laughs> Don't ever call amphibians beefy again, please. Beefy. <laughs> they really aren't, <laughs> except for like toads. Hey, Avery. But hey, Avery. Don't. You're a frog. Okay. <laughs> yep, we're returning that, folks. That joke again. I'm now, yep. Never gets old comparing these animals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of frog, but you're a frog. Or an axolotl. You do enjoy I'm your water. I'm a newt. <laughs> yeah. Mud dwelling and very small and quick. <laughs> yes. Uh, continue. I'm sorry. So, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Muscles. Salamanders have a really basic uh, muscular system. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And they walk very methodically. So, um, for those of you who have never seen a salamander walk before... The only thing I thought is that they move two limbs at the same time. Like they do. So, <gasps> they'll move um, one front leg and the opposite hind oh, leg Oh, it's kind of like how once. some dogs walk. Like, if you watch a dog walk enough, you can see, like, that's how they move sometimes. Yeah, except it's way more exaggerated. And so... <laughs> just like... It's just like... What? So, they move one front leg and then the opposite hind leg and then vice versa. And so, um, it's kind of like if you've ever seen an alligator run, it's similar to that, how they move kind of back and forth. So, that's how they walk. Um, And anurans have extremely strong hind leg muscles for jumping, which is pretty obvious, yeah. As well as um, a specialized pelvis and chest muscles, which I thought was actually really cool. Mm -hmm. So, the chest area actually absorbs the landing shock of like from after they jump which if you've ever noticed since they're kind of flat they don't land on their feet they like just kind of plop down so the chest absorbs the landing shock through an elastic muscular suspension that connects the pectoral girdle to the skull and the vertebral column that's kind of terrifying <laughs> it's like i understand terrifying well, it's, it's it's how their bodies go for it but imagine a human doing that and just letting their chest absorb the impact Ooh, it's kind of that's like terrifying because you can probably hear the whips or something like uh that's why i thought it was terrifying i wish you would not put that image in my head you put the image of teeth stomach in my head you're right i did that's fair you you have tortured me more with many things i didn't want to hear about animals <laughs> what can i say i'm interested in the uh weird things the grotesque weird things really weird things anyway Completely so, straying from my topics. Yeah. I'm talking about how they reproduce. Like how I do every episode. Even though it relates nothing to what I've been talking about. Egg. Tell us about egg. Egg. So, um, so I'm going to talk about, like, mostly the female for, first. So, the female reproductive organs consist of ovaries and ovaductories, which tend to, um, come. Inside. Like, yes. Like, do the things with season changes. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how mating season comes, because it goes with the season changes. Like Kind of like how we were talking about how fish have mating seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was pretty, like, just, just... So, obviously, since we pretty much got out of asexual reproduction, they reproduce sexually. Not a surprise. And they fertilize their, says, um, fertilize their eggs externally, which I thought was 
cool but weird. Mm -hmm. So they're more compared to fish than they are to mammals. So seeing how they... And that's, yeah. that's why you see <laughs> bundles of frog eggs everywhere. Oh, yeah. I love the frog eggs. Um, I don't. We used to have a pool, and they would lay eggs in it all the time. We had to clean it out constantly. It was well, bad. I thought the eggs looked cool. That's why. Because it's the only egg that I know so far that is transparent. I, I think you're right. I don't think I've ever seen... Typically, mating occurs within the water, so like a fish. Um, the female lays her eggs, and the male fertilizes them with his, you know... Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to say sperm. This is a zoology class. No. Bad. Okay. <laughs> um, their eggs are jelly-like, and they tend to be grouped together like you were talking about, so they're, like, in bundles Yeah, together. they're very, like, I don't want to say sticky, but they stick together. So, it's like you imagine, like, um, hmm, what to compare to? What do I, what would you compare this to? I don't know. Well, you were saying- Jello. I would, don't actually eat it, but like if you see like a hard ball of jello, that's what it's like, because you can see through jello. Mm -hmm. So that's what I compare it to. Please do not eat these, they're not jello. I do not recommend, please. They're just babies. <laughs> um, uh, so it's very unlike um, another type of species we might get to talk about later on. Once they're young cats, they go and fend for themselves, so there's no need for parenting. And um, most of these songs go into metamorphosis where they go from sea, water, sea to water or to land. So like, yeah, they're pretty cool. My favorite, they're like, I, I really like them. I like the eggs the most, they're pretty cool. Mm -hmm. so, Their eggs are pretty interesting. Yes. So, um, Avery, tell me your favorite type of toad or frog. Toad or frog? Or both, because I have one of each. I don't know any newts though. I don't know any news either. I, I honestly don't know very much about them. I don't uh, either. That's concerning. This is our whole project. This is our whole episode on. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know a lot of frog or toad species. I don't either. I only um, know those. Um, the <laughs> ones I listed earlier, which is um, fur belly toads because I had them as a child. And then um, tree frogs. Well, who doesn't know what a tree frog is? I am a fan of just the simple southern toads that we have around here, just because they're nostalgic for me. <laughs> they are terrifying. I had one jump in my face once and I was going to cry. They pee on you almost every time you pick them up. Yep. <laughs> That's how they tend to make you drop them, I notice, with most of those kind of creatures. They're just like, hey, mm -hmm. bam, let me down. Which I used to worry about when I dropped them, but now that I know about their shock absorption, I'm not as concerned for them. <laughs> it's fine, just the spam. They're, They're fine. fine. They're built for it. So, I think that's all the time we have today. I think you're right. Yeah. I think we must say goodbye, Avery. Alright, well, goodbye for now. <laughs> Indeed. I hope, um, I hope you guys enjoy your spring break, enjoy your time off, get some sleep. Get some sleep. I know, I know, y'all. Get sleeper will break into your house and sit No, you. no, we won't. <laughs> Don't encourage that kind of behavior, Avery. No, <laughs> our teacher listens to this. Bad Avery. I don't actually break into people's houses. I'm too dumb to they, do that. They can't believe you now you said it. I'm too stupid to do that. <laughs> don't say you're stupid. Okay, I'm cutting it off now. You're done. Goodbye, Avery. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to the LALB Programming Hour. See you later.